What's up, everyone? Welcome to Moments with the Marcelins. My name is June. And my name is Stephanie. We are a couple of days away from Christmas. Yeah, it's actually three to be exact. And if you're Hispanic, you celebrate it on the 24th. So really just one. So yeah. Mm. So are you done shopping? Yes. Ask me that. <laughs> are you done shopping? No, I still got to get you a couple of uh, stocking stuffers. Yeah. We're just different. Mm-hmm. I like plan everything and like write it all down. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this so I can deliver it on this day. And therefore, that week, I'm not shopping for things. And I'm a uh, leave-it-at-the-last-minute type of guy. I guess I like the adrenaline rush. Yeah, you feel like you're most productive during that crunch time. That crunch time, that pressure. I can't with the stress. It's too much. I'm like, cause if I go and I can't find it, or like I can't see it, like I won't find something that I like, or the size, or something like, no. Well, I mean, I got your your main gifts. I wouldn't hold that off because that would oh, that okay. would make for a bad Christmas. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> just some stuck some stocking stuffers. Just I'm like, okay, that'll be there. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. How you feeling today? I'm good. I'm good. We're in this holiday season. It's the first time it can be stressful. You know, it's already been a crazy year for a lot of people. Um, and you know what I mean. Just kind of navigating through that and remembering christ and all of that as well yeah so what does this season mean for you personally um this season kind of just takes me back to the beginning you Mm. know it's a moment where it's important to set aside personal time in my opinion to remember the quote-unquote cliche the reason for the season Mm. you know but it's so true i think this season is a moment where you can be grounded again mm-hmm. and in a, in a year where many of us maybe felt like the rug was just like pulled from under you you know in a lot of different ways this is the moment where we can go back and be centered again you know a lot of people talk about this season as like the advent season you know mm-hmm. and the word advent could be strange to many possibly that are listening for the first time or or um you know really haven't really come to know the word or the the meaning of it where advent really just means coming the coming and this season as believers we're expectant and celebrate the coming of jesus Mm -hmm. we're we celebrate that he came Mm -hmm. you know but yet we're expecting his return as well yeah you know and and in this celebration even just kind of you know thinking through the season and traditions and the stressors of the season as well it's kind of like i need jesus <laughs> but jesus came mm-hmm. and he came for what i needed so in this season of christmas and 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 you know of us quote unquote needing something or wanting something he came to give us what he need what we needed and all of us in some way shape or form need him in this season you know whether it's the peace of mind that you need because this year has been insane you know you need him to provide because this year financially has not been what you thought it was going to be you know you need him to be your comfort because of the loss that you endured yeah you know you need him to be your sustainer because you don't even know how you're going to make the next move Mm -hmm. you know you need him to be your director because 
you have no idea what step or what which way to go next. You know, when I think about Advent season and I think about all that Jesus has done for us, scripture that kind of comes to mind is, is found in Isaiah chapter number nine and verse six, where, you know, it says, for us, a child is born to, to us, a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, as well as Prince of Peace. When I just read that, you just state that you see all these different attributes when we talk about, you know, the son. Mm-hmm. He says, you know, he's a wonderful counselor. And when I think of a counselor, I think of someone, you know, who was able to help us make wise decisions and also help us make plans, you know, and his wisdom is far greater than our wisdom could ever be. And yeah. so I'm thankful for that. It's it goes it stretches out farther further than our capabilities and or understanding. You know, he's also mighty God. You know, when you look at that phrase just within itself, it it, it occurs so many times in scripture mm. and which literally means to be powerful and strong. He goes on to say, you know, that he's the everlasting father. He's forever remaining the same. Now we change all the time. Our moods change all the time. Our attitudes change, whether we got enough sleep, whether we had our coffee, mm-hmm. <laughs> you <laughs> Say know, that again. <laughs> you know, and so we change but he forever remains the same. Yeah. Now, when you really think about that, like we oftentimes have been faithless to him, but yet he's remained faithful. Mm-hmm. He's the same today, yesterday and forevermore. And then he says that, you know, he's the prince of peace, mm. which lets me know that life without Jesus, you cannot truly have peace. Yeah. You can have accolades. You can have degrees. You can have money. You can have the nice home. All those things are good, but... Aside and apart from Christ, you cannot truly have peace. And when we have him as our core, it gives us an assurance that even in the midst of 2020, even in the midst of everything that has transpired, there's a hope that is there because we have him within us. And so oftentimes when we think about this particular season, we think about the gifts, right? Yeah, yeah. The what are we going to get for this season? Mm, what I want. Mm-hmm. What's the latest thing that came out that yeah. I need to get. Yeah, for a lot of people, it's the, I know right now everyone's going crazy over the PS5. Mm-hmm. Others are going crazy for Jordans. Whatever it is for you. Mm-hmm. New makeup collection. Whatever it is that you love. Like, let's not lose sight of the real, like you said, the real reason for the season. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I hate saying that because it's so... It's so cliche. It's been watered down. It's it been has. so cliche. But it's yeah. so, like when you really think about that phrase, it's so powerful. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't help but think about all the gifts that God has given us. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that comes to mind is the gift of grace. Yeah. You know, when Paul talks about in Ephesians, you know, when he talks about uh Christ making us alive when we were dead. You know, prior to us having a relationship with him, we were dead men and women walking. Mm-hmm. You know, not physically, but spiritually. Mm-hmm. Apart from apart from him, we were dead. And so, you know, he goes on to say, but God who was rich in mercy. And when we think about mercy, and when we talk about mercy, mercy is basically us not getting the punishment that we deserve. Yeah. Us not getting the punishment that we deserve because of his great love in which he loved us. And so he goes on to say, for it is by grace that you have been saved. When mm-hmm. we talk about mm-hmm. grace, grace is the gift that you and I don't deserve, mm-hmm. which is, you know, Jesus coming down and dying for you and I. We don't deserve that, but yet he gave that to us. So he gives us a gift of 
grace and I'm so thankful for the gift of grace and the fact that, you know, we have that. Now, when we talk about grace and when Paul is specifically talking about grace here, he's talking to a church of believers. So he's not talking about, he's not talking to people who don't know about Jesus. He's not talking to people who don't have religion. No, he's talking about, he's talking about people who are within the church. And when I read. So basically that they should know what grace is. Yeah, but in a sense, he's explained to them what it is and what it is not. Mm. So while I'm studying this, I'm like, man, okay. He's talking to a bunch of people in church about grace. So that lets me know that there are people within the church that don't understand what grace truly is. And when you don't understand grace in particular, you can either abuse it or devalue it. Mm, That's good. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of the times we abuse God's grace. We know that he is slow to anger. We know that he is loving. We know that he is merciful and things like that. And so we abuse it and we say to ourselves, well, I'm going to do what I want because he's going to forgive me. And we abuse it. And then for us, for other of us, we, we devalue it. We don't look at it as a big thing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so we we need to understand that God has given us the gift of grace. But in that grace, uh, we need to be reminded that it should change how we view God. It should also change how we view others as well as how we view ourselves. Another gift that, you know, God has given us is the gift of hard times. Mm. Now, when I we feel think like you can just put the gift of 2020. <laughs> yeah, 2020 was one big gift from God. Oh my gosh. You you know, for some people that hear that hard times, how is that a gift? Uh-huh. Like who like no one wakes up, no one in their right mind and says, "Hey, I want to go through trials. I want to go through crisis. I want to Let me just wrap hard times <laughs> give it to you yeah you know what i'm saying yeah yeah no one wakes up and says that's what i want in my life you know mm. but hard times may not be what you want necessarily but it is what you need mm. it is what you need you ever got a bad christmas gift yeah what was it what was the worst christmas gift you ever got i wouldn't say i wouldn't say it's like the worst but like you know someone didn't like put thought or effort <laughs> <laughs> they just probably grabbed and re-gifted something I got Valentine socks in Christmas mm. one year. That was just kind of like, did you just have these in your drawer? Just <laughs> gave it to me. And um, then, like, you know that it was, like, not it. It was, mm-hmm. like, a, it smelled horrible. But it was, like, one of those, like, incense oil little things that you put, like, the little sticks in for it to, like, mm-hmm. you know. And it just smelled bad. Mm. It was, like, Grandma's house. I live at Grandma. But... It's not like <laughs> so just like that is just not it. You know you didn't smell this before you bought it. And you just gave it to me. Like what am I supposed to do with this? And oh it was just it God. was just bad. So I'm just like, yeah, that's not it. Yeah. I had a you? I had a my worst Christmas gift. I I honestly can't think. Like uh, I'm I will say my Christmas gifts have been have been good pretty much every year. I did have a homeboy who uh for christmas he got draws and socks <laughs> why do people give socks i don't know but i will say that he didn't want it but he needed it mm, yeah yeah he had holes in his socks all year nah, playing those, basketball he looked go. crazy and so he was upset but you know one way he could have looked at it is it may not be 
the video game console that he wanted, but it is definitely what he needed. <laughs> yeah. And I use that story and we laugh to make a serious point that hard times may not necessarily be what we want, but it is what we need mm. because it shapes our character. It shapes who we are. Yeah. You know, Paul and, and Romans five, three and four, you know, he talks about how to rejoice in the hope of the glory of God, that we rejoice in hard times, we rejoice in, in trials and crisis because it produces, you know, several things. It produces perseverance, which is literally to be, you know, to have a steady persistence in a course of action. Uh, it's a purpose, a, a state, especially in spite of difficulties or obstacles or even whenever you're feeling discouraged. He also goes on to talk about uh, the character your character that is formed whenever you go through hard times and how your character is shaped. It's not what you're going through, but it's who you're becoming. Mm. It's not what you're going through, but it's who you're becoming while you're going through whatever it is that you're going through. And then he talks also about hope, you know, and so once perseverance and character collide, hope is fortified. That's good. You know, once these things, these two things come together, that's when your hope is fortified. Mm. And so the question is, but what or who is this hope that we speak of? Mm -hmm. His name is Jesus, because there are a lot of people right now in the world who are hopeless, who have hopelessness, because this year may not have been what they have expected it to be this season in particular millions of people lost their jobs let's not lose sight of that yeah. like i thank god because you know we were able to continue to we didn't miss a bill payment you know we have a house over our heads but there are a lot of people there are a million people right millions of people suffering yeah you know who have no hope who have no who have no joy or anything like that and so when we when we talk about hard times for 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 some people have lost their family members due to COVID or mm -hmm. other reasons, mm -hmm. and so they're going through hard times and they need they need uh they need that hope they need that joy as well as that encouragement through these difficult seasons. Mm -hmm. Can you think of a hard time that you have gone through that you came out better after you look back on on it? Yeah, I think one of the probably one of the darkest seasons of my life was when probably back in 2013 um that year was really tough for me and I was hit head on by a drunk driver I you know suffered you know just physical um injuries and stuff like that and I had to go through a process of rehabilitation where on the outside I looked fine you know thank god I didn't have anything like you know broken or shattered in my body or anything like that but like my my spine my discs you know all that kind of stuff was just like you know just messed up and you know they had to put me on like uh, pain medication and different things like that and I already come from like a history of addiction and that triggered a spiral mm. you know what I mean in my life and it was a really really dark season where I was kind of like I should have died that day why didn't I die mm -hmm. you know and lord why do you have me here and so that, that season was really, really hard. But that season also taught me that sometimes when you feel like you need to have control of every area of your life, you will be kind of taken to the edge and shown that you have no control mm. except over how you feel and over what you do. Mm. And God showed me you have no control. Now, is this something that you want to give me like you've tried everything you know mm -hmm. what i mean to find purpose to find 
you know, direction to find peace, to find love. You, you've done everything. Now that all these things didn't work, you have one option. Like, do you want to allow me in that and heal and mend and restore? And I remember one day just that night, I was just like, you know, it was just a really dark night. Mm. And I was like, God, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I have no idea what tomorrow is going to look like. If you say who you say you are, if you are who you say you are, like, do something in my life. Mm. And then probably two weeks later, two or three weeks later, if I remember correctly, was when we went to Daytona Beach. Mm. And you know the story. I probably will get into it into another week, but where literally someone from Orlando and a group from Orlando was in Daytona Beach where me and a couple of friends were having like a birthday celebration just there hanging out and they invited us to church in like our low in our city mm-hmm. and so it was just so random and weird that things are just kind of you know began to kind of fall into play after that but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it's in those hard seasons that he does mold your character you know he does he does remind you that you are the clay in the potter's hands mm. And I feel like that moment of my life was so defining. Like, I know that all of us have, like, those, like, literally, like, forks in the road. Like, yeah. we're, we're put in those moments where just, like, you have you have one or two options. Like, this is what it is. And that was one of those moments for me. And that moment reminded me and that you are in the potter's hands. But as painful as the hard times can be, as challenging as the hard times can be, take heart that you are actually in the potter's hands. Mm. You are in the best hands that you can be in. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows what the outcome is going to be. He knows how many times you need to be refined by the fire to be the type of stone and mold that he wants you to be. He is the potter. So as crazy as 2020 has been, and you feel like you've been literally like squashed and like put back together and then you know what I mean like pressed and then put back together and then put in the fire and then wait you're not done you need to come back out oh wait you need to go back in like the potter is controlling and navigating each of these areas so when hard times come do I get angry most likely do I complain yeah definitely sometimes because it I do I want it no but in those moments of stillness and of quiet and just of reflection, I'm reminded I'm in the potter's hands. That's good. Which leads me to our uh, our last point is that God gives us the gift of friendship. Mm. I want to read a quote by uh, an evangelist by the name of Oswald Chambers. The most important aspect of Christianity is not the work we do, but the relationship we maintain with God. And the surrounding influence and qualities produced by that relationship. That is all that God asks us to give our attention to. And it is the one thing that is continually under attack. Mm. You know, he gives us the gift of grace. He gives us the gift of hard times. But even throughout those things, he gives us the gift of friendship. And oftentimes when we view God, sometimes we view him as just some being that is just out there. We can't see him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And therefore, he's just distant. But he desires to have a relationship with us, and he desires to be our friend. Yeah. James, he talks about 
Abraham's relationship with 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 the father. He says Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness and he was called God's friend. Mm-hmm. I want to be called God's friend. Yeah. yeah. And if you know anything about Abraham's story, <laughs> he didn't have it all together. Mm-hmm. He tried to take matters into his own hand. Yeah. To pinpoint back to what you were saying about control. Mm-hmm. And in spite of that, he had a he had a problem telling the truth as well. But Flaws and all, he was considered God's friends. Yeah. Which lets me know that unlike us as human beings who change every every other week. Yeah. <laughs> God remains the same. Yeah. And he is a true friend. Mm. He laid down his life for us. What greater love than this than one who lays down his friend his life. Mm-hmm. With a friend, someone is you someone you trust, someone that you can tell your secrets to someone that you can completely be yourself and transparent with and that's what he's desiring of us and he gave us that gift of friendship the question is whether or not we're going to accept that invitation to be his friend yeah and not look at him as some authoritarian figure that is just angry with us and your failure like no it's not that at all you know that's that's what religion does yeah yeah it's based on performance Mm mm-hmm no, but he was credited as righteous because he believed. And the fact that he believed, because he believed, he acted on his belief. And so our works cannot earn, we can't earn God's love with our works. Yeah. But an evidence that we do believe is the work that we do for God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we need to be reminded that we are his friend. He's our friend. There's a lot of gifts <laughs> that God gives. Yeah, but we just talked about I three. I think that yeah. the three that kind of stand out the most to us this year are those three. And yeah, he's given us the grace to sustain us through this year. Mm-hmm. You know, he... Given us hard times to shape our character and teach us what it means to persevere. And yet he's reminding us that he's Emmanuel. God with us, our friend. Mm-hmm. Hope that you all were blessed by uh, our discussion today. If you have any questions, feedback, feel free to email us. Make sure that you subscribe, that you share with a friend, and that you also leave a review. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to your family. Mm -hmm. Peace to your household. Joy. Have confidence in, in Christ and that he will be with you. Emmanuel, God with us. Take care. Stay safe, God bless, and much Much love. love.